You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. Hey everyone, it's Alan with Cross the Line, 1524. We've been busier than a one-armed paper hanger, so you're going to get a blast from the past. Our adventures in moving. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Oh, it's a tub again. Across the line, 1524. What's our topic tonight? Well, it could be mold and alcoholic drinks. <laughs> <laughs> the subjects we learned. Oh, we're here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Located in an undisclosed location right outside of Brookville, Indiana. I'm Alan Stanger along with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag, Reuben Hunt, and we're across the line, fifteen twenty-four. So we had some White Russians earlier tonight, and Dwayne is mixed out with Coke and whiskey afterwards, and there's floaters in the top. He said it looks a lot like penicillin. So it's good for you. It's, it's good for you, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. So it's good for you. You good can't waste it. So our topic is <laughs> about to get sick over here. Jeff's got a weak stomach. He was the one that started drinking the white Russians. It was his idea. Yeah, well, it didn't look nothing like that. (laughs) So, and uh, doesn't take much of humor, us, does it? Well, listen, you know, I've grown up and I don't drink, you know, a lot of things that I used to drink because I don't have to. So, you mean like old Milwaukee? No, we did Old Milwaukee light. You know, oh, no. light, yeah. light, light. Old, old Milwaukee was the high end, man. What are you talking about? Uh, Little Kings, remember those? Oh, oh yeah, man. That's a whole. So that's a whole other podcast. Yes. Right yes. yes. So our subject tonight is why moving. I'll use the word why moving sucks. It's spelled S-U-X. How's that? Uh, so Mary and I just got done. Um, she sold her house and she's now a full-time resident. Of Franklin County. <laughs> Just for the Lucky, record, yeah. that's the 24 of the yeah. 1524. Yeah. Well, so, I want to clear so, that up. So, you know, it's a funny thing. We're 1524 in Franklin County, Dearborn County. Oh, 21 is Fayette County. County. And all we got to do is get Dwayne and Dodie over here, and they would all be happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I doubt that. Be 15, 4, 24, 21. <laughs> yeah. So for those that don't know, and most of you don't, because uh, but Mary and I got married about a year and a half ago, and so she had a house in Connorsville, Indiana. That it's amazing how things work. She was about ready to list it, and ended up selling it privately. She had uh, somebody that was looking for a house in that area, and through mutual relation, the house sold, and it took like um, fifteen minutes. So. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Well, the best part is she had a place to go. So <laughs> yeah. at least it wasn't like, oh, so yeah, I'll buy it. The best part is she ended up in 24 County. Oh. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> so that, that seemed all good and well, but then we had to move. So... And I have moved before. I, I, obviously, I moved down. I hate to, moving. I moved to the Florida Keys, <laughs> and hated that move. And oh, and uh, so I got to relive moving again. So that's why this is entitled "Why Moving Sucks." So all of us at one point in time have had to move, and it's never fun. No. So the and the longer you live somewhere, exactly. I'm moving one and more time, and it's going to be we down. We grow up, and we have kids that move. Yeah, but, yeah, and then you got to move their kids. Like, oh my god, that wasn't so bad. But I told my kids the only place I'm moving now is eight feet down. So I'm done. I'm not moving <laughs> yeah. again. If they're going to move, if I'm moving, somebody else is moving me, and it's going to take about four semis to right. get me to the next place or one big auction. So right. So it is amazing because when I was younger, you know, I did moving myself, just call my buddies and friends yeah. and pizza I, and beer. I, and- I, I said up front, I'm not doing the moving this time. I mean, we'll pay somebody. So, and that's a whole other story we'll get into after a while here. But Jeff, how about you? What? What's? A, I know it's been a while, a long time since you've had to move, but yeah, it's been over 20 years, and kind of like. Kind of like Dwayne. I mean, we built our house in such a way that all the essentials are on one floor so when we get old and decrepit, we don't have to go up and down the steps for anything. <laughs> and, I, you know, I don't, I won't swear to it, but I kind of plan my next move is to the nursing home. And, you know, so we'll just have to see if I live that long. But, uh, yeah, the last time I moved, it was kind of, it was, so Rob and I had lived in a, a little ranch house for about five years and you know after we got married and two kids and it's just amazing how much stuff accumulates in a little house <laughs> in a short period of time because when you go packing that stuff up it's like wow where did all this stuff come from you gotta have your stuff the stuff yeah you know everybody use that word right? stuff, stuff. <laughs> George Carlin yeah and then you don't have enough room for your stuff you gotta build a bigger house and you have more room for your stuff and right wow yeah, so, you know, when I moved to Florida, I had built a, a new, I had bought 40 acres outside Morris Hill, Indiana, built a new house, was in it for, I don't know, three, four years, maybe five years, and built a pole barn, um, and I'm in construction. So anytime there was stuff left over at the end of the job, I mean, I kept it. I mean, you never know. You never know. That's right. Well, I ended up with a barn full of stuff. So right. it was time to... To, to move to Florida, so I had an auction. Made over forty thousand dollars of that auction. <laughs> no of a collectible stuff. Yeah, I mean, I sold my tractors and things that I had at the yeah. time, a couple of Bobcats, but above that, forty thousand dollars worth of stuff. Of stuff. Of stuff. I mean, I'm glad somebody wanted it because I sure couldn't take it to the Florida Keys. Well, yeah, so, we're, I think we all have that thing where, you know, I can't really get rid of that because one day I'm going to need it. Yeah, oh. You know, it's that kind of thing. As soon as you uh, throw it away, you need it. Oh, you guarantee it. You guarantee oh, yeah. it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not too much. You know, I'm, I don't have too much trouble pitching stuff myself. I'm, I, mean, I don't. I'm to I, mean, I, I, I get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of stuff that yeah. is in my house we don't need. I'm sure that I haven't pitched for one reason or another, but I'm uh, – 
I'm not a hoarder by any means, but I got lots of stuff. Yeah. You know, I moved uh, moved in October down to Kentucky to my weekday, my uh, during-the-week apartment, and I just have very few pieces of furniture. And I was just telling Margie the other day, I said, you know, when this is all over, when I move back, I'm not moving, okay? <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, I'm going to open the doors and say, who wants it, come get it. And I'm not putting that on a truck <laughs> right. anywhere. Uh, you know, I No, I'm not doing it. I don't care. I don't care what it costs. I'm not bringing it back with me. I don't care. And I, I hate moving that bad. It freaking sucks. I can't stand moving. <laughs> well, for Robin, Robin and That's how you really feel, Rube. I think, I think Robin would agree with me. Is we don't, we don't have tons of stuff that's really sentimental to us that we would need to take to the next right. place. Right. You know, I mean... You know, whatever, whatever that might be. Right, right. Um, and I, I don't, so I don't have a, too much of attachment to stuff. I really do. Uh, I do. I'm bad. So. Yeah. And, well, and some people do. <laughs> I do too. So I got a garage full of engines and tools. I, and, this is sentimental. Sentimental engines. Yeah, right. well, there yeah. are. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's well, like having tractors. That's, that's a motorhead. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a motorhead. time when that engine was in that car. Remember yeah. that? That's a motorhead for you. I picked yeah, that just engine wasn't up thing. when I was towing a car. I found that engine, and yeah. <laughs> My wife, I go, I go to get something, and I come home with three times what I was supposed to get. Hey, this happens. It fell on the truck. So, yeah, I've got two barns worth of sentimental stuff. It just keeps going. So we hired a mover to move the big stuff. You know, um, we had about uh, three and a half weeks to get stuff ready. So she was moving stuff during the week, um, all the small stuff box. So we hired movers. There wasn't that much stuff there. It wasn't a full truck. It was just all the heavy stuff. Out of, out of the maybe 20 items, they broke two of them. Really? Jeez. And, you know, you're paying good money to get stuff moved. And the one item, it was a treadmill, and they broke a latch on the treadmill, which holds it together. And he goes, oh, we'll just give you 60 bucks for this. I said, no, we're filing a claim for this. You know, it's just... And it was a true moving company. It's a true moving company. Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's just... <laughs> Like ah, uh. but it's all here now. You know, it was worth what I what we paid for moving was worth it for them just to move the piano. So <laughs> yeah, you have a piano now. Well, Mary's had one for a long time, and it's here now. No kidding. Yeah. So oh, okay, um, but you don't play piano, right? You play well, guitar. I, you can. I, you can, I can play a little bit. It's been a long time, but she, well, that's good. She's actually a very good piano player. Good. That's so awesome. we're gonna have to give her some. A bunch of makers and have a little party upstairs and do some show tunes. out the barrel. <laughs> She'll whip up a little George Winston there for us, yeah. But as much as moving sucks, um, what I also realized while helping her is uh, she had some items from her mother and father. Right. Um, so I got to learn a lot. In fact... Take a look at that picture at the corner of the bar. I mean, read, read what that says, Dwayne. It says, in honor of the President of the United States and Mrs. Nixon, the Vice President of the United States and Mrs. Agnew, the Inaugural Committee 1973 requests the honor of your company at the Inaugural Ball Saturday evening, the 20, 20th of January, 1973, in the city of Washington. Black tie, 9 o'clock. Wow, that's awesome. Holy cow. How many people got one of them? Exactly. Yeah, that's a keeper. I will that's I a walk keeper. out. Now, see, <laughs> now to me, that has more value than most things. That, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, that's, yeah. So, 
um, I, you know, her, her father passed away uh, right after she graduated high school. So obviously I never got to meet him. Uh, he was a state representative, yeah. um, a member of the, uh, drawing a blank here, he was a Freemason. He was Freemason, yes. Um, very high up in the Freemasons, I might say. So it's going to be kind of, it's, it's kind of neat to find, because she really, she knew a little bit, but not a whole lot. So now I'm kind of diving into it a little bit, but it's. It, one of the things you get to you know kind of relive some of those treasures uh and we got to go through a bunch of picture albums and things of her when she was younger and then her brothers and uh, that that was the fun part of the move sure uh sure so i mean and finding things like that there you know an invitation to the inauguration of a president that's awesome that's that's awesome pretty cool you know she had posted something on facebook about her move and put a thing about her father i I read the guy was a very influential man he was highly respected man in in connorsville and in the state i mean yeah he was one of the first you know in this was in the mid 80s had a heart transplant one of the first in the area right. for actual right. heart transplant. So um, it's just uh, it's things you learn, some treasures you dig up. Um, and it, it's funny because there was things that she was planning on keeping. She goes, I don't need that anymore. I don't need that anymore. Right. So we thin, thin things down as well. What she doesn't know, so there was, there was an outside storage building that had two patio sets in it. So I'm like, well, this one patio set will clean up, and I'll use the chairs in the barn. So I set those next to my dumpster outside. Not, and they needed, to, they needed to be, the rain needed to hit them a little bit. We know bit. where that's headed. Yeah. So I noticed Wednesday morning, the dumpster guy, it sounded like he was pounding on something a bunch. Well, I go down there tonight, and those chairs are gone. So he wasn't pounding. He was throwing them in the dumpster truck. Oh. He was just trying to help yeah, out. So... That, that'll that be stinks. A, yeah. That's all right. It was meant to be. It's meant to be. Yeah. So, uh, and I noticed the uh, the pink flamingo welcoming committee like out here at the front door. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that one coming in. I told Margie, I said, "Look at the big flamingos there." Yeah. She goes, "You can throw those away." I'm like, "Oh, oh no. no! Oh no! We <laughs> no. got a place for those pink flamingos." That's classic. So you mentioned you mentioned pianos and. I, I can't I don't know if I can count how many pianos I helped move it was you know yeah. back when you know between again I had older I had older Simics none of them really I recall having pianos but it helped them move all the time and then college friends had pianos and they were like living in a third floor apartment and, <laughs> I think you know, like no, yeah. you know, you 70s and 80s you everybody get, had to have a piano it's, it's like, like a guitar today right and, uh, <laughs> yeah and actually Xbox. And now they're free on Facebook yeah, yeah, right. Marketplace yeah. so, come get it please <laughs> yeah we had a we had a piano in the, ho- on, in, in the house we live in now for a little bit we got from church they were getting rid of it and we thought well the kids were little we'll sure. see if they see if they got any musical talent that you know their parents don't have <laughs> And see what happens. And so it sat in the house and got tinked around on every once in a while. And then somebody else from church said had grandchildren or something, and out it went. Out and, I swore, and I swore that was the last time I would ever move a piano. Yeah. Batesville Liquor Co., located at 315 Shopping Village in downtown Batesville, Indiana, your place for all your cocktail needs, whether it's beer, wine, spirits, they've got it. They've got your tequilas, they've got your vodkas, they've got your gins, and of course, 
your bourbons. In fact, they do barrel picks. These are single barrels that have been hand-selected by folks at Batesville Liquor Co. just for you. Not sure which spirit you want to try? Maybe you want to go to one of their tastings. That's right. They have a tasting area right there in Batesville Liquor Co. where you can try some of the new and upcoming spirits, new and upcoming bourbons, tequilas. They do it right there in the store. You want to find out when those are? Very simple. Go to their Facebook page, Batesville Liquor Co. They list any tastings they're doing. Uh, Normally, there's a couple a week. Stop in, say hi, do a tasting. Maybe you'll find a new cocktail that you're interested in. You know, they've got it all there. You've got RTDs. Do you know what RTDs are? That's the newest fad in cocktails. It's ready-to-drink cocktails already pre-mixed in a can. Pretty simple. It's getting ready to be boat season. You buy an RTD, you put it in a cooler on ice, and you've got it right there on the water with you. That's right. Go check them out. Batesville Liquor Co. located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or Tebby Liquors located on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. As always, tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Gilman Home Centers with 15 locations and growing, and it's the fall of the year. That's right. You may need some leaf rakes or maybe leaf bags, or maybe it's time to split that pile of wood and you need to rent a log splitter because you know what? The winters are coming. Are you a hunter? Gilman Home Centers also offers hunting licenses along with fishing licenses that's right gilman's home centers your one-stop shop for all your home improvement needs hey friends it's your old buddy rick garrett each week i have the pleasure of hosting the experience franklin county indiana podcast where we look at the people places and events that make franklin county such an amazing place to work visit or live join us each week on the experience franklin county indiana podcast available on your favorite podcast provider so it's a shame levi's not in here my son because last weekend uh, a friend of his at purdue asked him to move his stuff for him and store in his apartment up there levi still got an apartment up there he goes back in the fall so this friend uh is from california and, and lives in a kind of a yuppie type uh 13-story high-rise well all the stuff was on the 13th floor <laughs> <laughs> Levi moved it with his car. Oh gosh! He said it was the hard. The, it was five hundred bucks. He paid some guy seventy five bucks to help him. I said, "Was it worth it?" He goes, "Well, I guess so." But the the kid the kid wasn't there to help. He was in California, of course. Forgot to give him the access car to get up and down. So they had to catch the elevator whenever somebody else is coming up and down, and there was hardly anybody there. Because oh my you know, and God. then he said we try to hold the door open, and the alarm would go off, and so wow. just kind of oh, <laughs> yuppie meets country boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I think uh, I was trying to think of how many different addresses I've had in my life. I think it's only like five, maybe six, maybe yeah. six. And uh, I was talking to a guy, another guy's about our age. He has had. Twenty-two different addresses oh in his life, and it's like 
Are you kidding me? Who was me? the guy you guys introduced me to? That's who he's talking about. No, uh, yeah. He, I bet. I because bet. he mentioned that, that the guy at Crazy Dogs. You mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what? 22? Yeah, I'm like, man. I mean, you know, he's our age. And right. I just, I was like, it's wow. Tell me you had, Rube. Um, maybe five. Is Not many. Like- I mean, if it started, you know, town, maybe five. So I started out, I bought a place in Sunman, bought seven acres, eight acres. Went from there, bought a place in Hamilton, Ohio. We got to count your home, too. So you started, you grew up in... Yeah. So one, two, three, three. I count my growing up home, yeah. Oh, it'd be Um, six for me, then. So from there, bought a place in Moores Hill. Or We got plenty of time. The Florida Keys. (laughs) Five... (laughs) Come on, Al. We're 15. We can count we're here, faster. Ain't we? <laughs> no, I, admit, I forgot Harrison. Bought a house in Harrison. Six. Six. Had an apartment in Lawrenceburg. Two. Seven. seven. Moved back here. We'll say eight. Eight. Yeah, and I'm a five. Okay. I'm the easy one. Five. Yeah, yeah five. I, And that was one counting going to school when I went to Indianapolis. That was right. counting that one for nine months. So. I, uh, yeah, you're homeboy. I'm done. I, I remember the first apartment <laughs> that, I, that Margie and I rented. Uh, we had... When we first got married, we lived, and her parents rented their house, and her mother had passed, and we had taken just taken over and rented that house for a while. And then after that, somebody sold it, so we moved to an apartment contest, apartment uh, complex in Brookville. I won't mention a place at, um, but the guy walked in and showed me the apartment, and, um, and to give you an idea of how bad it was, a guy was rebuilding the motor in the living room. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Sounds like something Dwayne would do. Dwayne do that, yeah. and I think twice. Right. Yeah, right. and while we eating a ham sandwich, right? Uh, you know, it was a mess, it was destroyed. And uh, I remember I said, "Well, you know, listen, I found apartments. We had to leave. They sold this house, and and we were young. I mean, we'd only been married maybe a year. And uh, I went up and, and said, "Here we go." Up door, and she just looked at me and said, "No, <laughs> <laughs> we can't live here." Well, you know, and I, uh, the, the family that owned the apartment complex, I went in and cleaned the whole place up, redid it all, painted it, and he compensated everything back on rent and stuff and did such a nice job. He come down a few months later and uh, <laughs> he come by and said, walked in. He's like, wow, nice, wow, nice job, you know? And he's like, well, he uh, actually went in and re- completely remodeled a, a duplex for us. And said, I'm going to remodel this. You pick the carpet and everything out in the paint you want. And uh, when you wanted to show us, we'll move you over there. We'll re-rent this one. And I only charge for like 50 more bucks a month for a two-bedroom two duplex. So uh, it was nice, right? It, so it pays off take care of something. But it was a mess. Oh, my God, it was terrible. Uh, but after that, I, you know, we, we moved to well, I moved to Kentucky for a while. And uh, lived there for Took a while. Florence, right? Yeah, I lived in Florence for Florence, two years. Y'all, yeah. And I just uh, couldn't live, I couldn't raise my kids there, so I moved back. And then we uh, two places here, and then we bought the property on Big Cedar. And I just I I hate moving. I it's it. I mean, the last move I did, we moved out of our single wide trailer into our house that we built ten feet away on the property. That and still sucked. I freaking yeah. hated it. Right. So I did the same thing here. I was living in the yes. I moved back yeah. into the trailer. Well, I redid the house here. Unfortunately, you know, Josh was a junior in high school at the time, so literally about Bunch 20 of, of his buddies. <laughs> right. The problem with that is 
nothing was in any. I mean, they just oh, got it from there to here. Moved to here, right. yeah. So then it took me a while to get through it, but it did get it from there to here. So I moved that entire house by myself, and I had one person help me with one item. That was to the double double side by side refrigerator, and then other because I didn't want to tear up that floor. Other than that, I moved everything everything myself, and. Uh, I so I told her I said the next time I move it's going to be probably to the grave box because I am not doing this again. <laughs> I hate moving. I, I, I gosh, I, I just it, now I'm thinking you know what happens when I get old. I hate cold weather. I want to move south. Yeah. You know yeah. I talk about that right. all the time, but I don't want to pack this crap up, sell it, throw it in the garbage, whatever. I don't want it. So, so how many here have ever not had a got a deposit back? Anybody? Not me. No, you. I've never got one back. Do, yeah, do you deposit. get them back? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our first apartment we got married. We we uh, we rented this little apartment in Greendale, the upstairs of a two two right. family house, and it was an old school teacher from East Central. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, and he's, I'm real strict, you know, and this place is spotless when, you know, when you, when I move somebody in, the place is spotless. And, you know, when you move out, I expected the same way. When we moved in, my wife, my mom and her mom went and cleaned the place. And they're, when I got down there, they're like, oh my God, this place was disgusting. You know, they, I mean, they cleaned all day. So when we, we were done and ready to move out and I needed my money, we were moving into a house and we had, it was a dollar for every nail hole. And Jeez, yeah, it was a dollar for every nail hole for a pitcher and then all this other stuff. So I'm like, I'm getting all my money back. So I went down to the store and I found some little thing of model paint that matched yeah. the house. So I got a little model brush and I went around and just put a dab Dog of paint holes. in every <laughs> hole that was in the house. Hurt my Dodie's dog hated storms. So we thought one day we'd put it in our bedroom turn all the lights out so it wouldn't freak out oh it freaked out and destroyed the door jam inside my bedroom i come home first from work i open the bedroom door and there's wood all over the floor and i'm going are you freaking kidding me so i get wood putty putty the door jam up sanded it all repainted it all fixed it all got everything done the whole house was clean we were moved out and i called the guy and he's like oh yeah i'll come look in a week you know or so and then i'll get you a deposit i said no you're gonna meet me down here now and so he met me down there he wasn't up in the house two minutes. He comes back out with the money in his hand. He goes, oh, my God, I've never had an apartment so yeah. ready to rent. He goes, it's ready to rent now. I said, I want my money back. Right. <laughs> right. Well, you care, too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, a lot of renters don't care. No. Well, and I think when we moved into one, it's, I mean, the only other apartment outside of Brookville was uh, in Florence. And yeah, we just said, okay, we're done. We're, we're getting out of here. We moved back. And, and like now, the apartment I have down each, I have a very nice apartment down each town, but there's nothing on any walls. There will never be anything on any of the walls because I'm not paying for that crap and I don't want it up there. And it's more stuff that you pack, right? I don't want it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no. yeah, it's not home. It's a place to right. It's a that's exactly like it's, it, and I don't right. want it to be home. Yep. I don't. Yeah, that's right. right. And she, and I mistake up every once in a while and say, "Oh, go ahead and get ready to head back home." It's not home. And right. It's just a building. So. Right. Well, I think we've all come to the conclusion that moving sucks. Yes, it does. <laughs> and for anybody that wants to move, don't, don't call don't us. us. <laughs> don't find us on Facebook. Yeah. Don't mention yeah. anything yeah. here. You're more than welcome to be on our podcast to talk about your moving adventure. <laughs> Just don't call us to help. Yeah, here's a here's a uh, as some advice. If you have kids that are going growing up and leaving high school and college and going to move out, help them buy a house because the chance of them moving out is like much much less likely to happen buy the house don't let them rent otherwise you're going to move that crap 
You know what? It's time for a day trip. That's right, a day trip to historic Metamora, Indiana, where you can visit the Sap Bucket, a general store, gift shop, and snack bar located on Main Street in beautiful, historic Metamora, Indiana. Check out the only operational wooden aqueduct in the United States, a water-powered grist mill, and many antique shops, craft vendors, food shops. It's a great place to visit. Hop in your car, take a day trip. That's right. You can check out more information about The Sap Bucket at thesapbucket.com or Metamore Indiana at metamoreindiana.com. Hope to see you soon. Well, if you're looking to learn more about the bourbon country in probably the most unorthodox way you've ever heard it, you need to listen to Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. You can join the Bow Brothers, a couple of longtime goofy radio DJs from Kentucky, and learn more about what makes the heart of bourbon country so famous. You can listen to the Bow Brothers as they look to interview experts in the bourbon industry and other things that are truly unique to Central Kentucky, like wineries, craft breweries, caves, kayaking, you name it. It's Two Shots on a Barrel podcast with the Bow Brothers. You can find it on all of the major podcast platforms. Two Shots on a Barrel. You can learn more about Kentucky only the way the Bow Brothers can bring it on Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? Well, it's time for something different. Check out Hometown Radio USA, the best independent music, hits from yesterday, hits from today, podcasts, and so much more. Hometown Radio USA, you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the App Store or on Google Play. Hometown Radio USA, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown. Oh, Ruben, the words of wisdom. <laughs> Only from Ruben. I lived that nightmare. <laughs> well, good deal. I think uh, we, we'd be this one to death, probably. I mean, moving sucks. We all agree. And I think you guys out there probably do, too. So, for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger. Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. And Ruben Hunt. Till next time, you guys be safe. I tell you what, this here's Bubba. That big Bubba's moving in storage. Your one-stop shop for all your moving needs. No matter if you got a couch, piano, maybe a dining room table, it don't matter. We can throw it all on a pickup truck. Heck, we've even moved chickens before. Remember, your one-stop shop, Big Bubba's moving in storage. You pack it, we'll crack it. Yeah, I'm not sure Big Bubba's Moving in Storage is uh, actually endorsed by Cross the Line 1524. It sure was fun. I tell you what, we had a great time talking about why uh, we dislike moving. Obviously, when we were younger, probably we had a different viewpoint, but you know, nowadays, uh, moving sucks. I hope you guys enjoyed it. For Dwayne Bischoff, Ruben Hunt, and Jeff Montag, I'm Alan Stanger, and you've been listening to Cross the Line 1524.
You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with all the guys, whether we're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy or out on the road. You know we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crosstheline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and Cross the Line 15 slash 24 on Facebook.